The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We are three Disney fangirls who probably know more about the Disney parks than most grown women should, and we're perfectly okay with that. Oh my gosh, we so know more. We know yes. everything. Yeah, and I'm I'm super excited about this episode, so we should just jump right into it. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino. I'm Jane, and you can find me on Instagram at Real Mousewife WDW. I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and No Guilt Travel, a travel agency that specializes in Disney and Universal vacations when we are not in the time of COVID. Uh, you can find me on all things social at uh, No Guilt Life. All right, Teresa, go for it. I know you're excited. Just rip off the band-aid. Tell us what you're excited about. Earlier today, it was maybe about an hour or two before we started to, you know, record, they came out with a big announcement about some leadership changes at um, for the Disney parks and some of the Disney resorts. What do we know, Jane? What, what, what names did they throw out at us? The big one that caught my attention was that Josh DeMauro, who has been, I believe he was the president of Walt Disney World, is now officially the chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products. So that's the one that caught my eye. There were several others. <laughs> I had to do a little research on some of these because I didn't know everybody on the list. Um, but Josh was definitely the one that I knew and have feelings about. Um, Jeff Volley, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. He was named um, president of Walt Disney World Resort. And he comes from, I believe it was uh, president of Special Experiences. So he was over Disney Vacation Club and um, Disney Cruise Line. Ken Patrick was named president of Disneyland Resort. Kareem Daniel is president of Consumer Products, Games, and Publishing. And Thomas Maslum was named president of Disney Signature Experiences. And somewhat of a, a little shakeup, uh, Rebecca Campbell, she has been named Disney's chairman of Disney's direct-to-consumer and international division. So she was the Disneyland president? Am I, am I yes, right? Yes, that's okay, correct. Yes. So she was Disneyland president, but she's only been there since like November. And then, of course, the parks have been shut for two months. So it kind of feels like, I don't know, is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing for her? What does, what, what do you guys think this means? I think it's, I think it's great. Um, I'm excited. To, I know less about her experience, but it's interesting what you mentioned with only being there a short period of time, because so prior to being president of Walt Disney World, Just Tomorrow was president of Disneyland for mm -hmm. a year. So he was also only very briefly in the role at Walt Disney World. Uh, one of the things I think that's really notable about that, though, is within his time there, everyone was really able to get a sense of who he was uh, just by how what a presence he had within the Walt Disney World parks. So it's made me very, very excited about this new role for him. 
Uh, I'm trying to be cautiously optimistic because I, you know, because he wasn't, he was only in charge of Disneyland for a year, a very much shorter time period in charge of Walt Disney World. So we don't have that, that history to kind of look back at and kind of assess some of the decisions he may have made in those short periods of time. But, you know, everyone knows he's so he's taken over um, Bob Chapek's old role in charge Mm -hmm, of the mm -hmm. parks and consumer experiences. And my biggest gripe with him being in that position was consistently that to me, he was always a numbers guy and he never understood like the guest experience or the cast member experiences. And so any decision he made was just a straight financial one. And I'm really excited that we now have somebody in charge of the Walt Disney World theme or the the Disney theme parks who cares about the theme parks and is excited about the theme parks and making sure guests have a great time, making sure cast is looked after. Uh, I think that especially as we are approaching, it's going to be it's going to be a new world of you know, theme park experiences. And especially right now, he does have a finance background. So I think he'll be able to find that right balance between, you know, how do we how do we cut costs? How do we save money, but not doing that in a way that impacts, you know, the the experience guests are able to have and, you know, the um, just the whole cast member, how making sure that they're continued to be taken care of, and they're not just cutting things all over the place. So I'm, I'm, excited about this but i'm trying to trying to tone it down and stay realistic and wait and see what happens but i think this is great <laughs> would you say we're gonna be going into a whole new world I, yeah i think it's accurate and much more appropriate than in you know in epcot <laughs> when they kind of toss that in there for epcot forever. all right all right all right it all comes back to epcot it always comes back yes. to epcot with you Teresa. i just had to put it in there no, but like I said, I'm I'm really excited to have somebody who just seems passionate about the theme parks in charge of them, which it's it feels like we haven't had that for a long time. All right. Well, there you have it. And uh, that's no shade exactly on Bob, too, but it's kind of a little shade. So, <clears throat> Bob, too, step it up. Mm, I mean, one of the things that I had read um, on Twitter, which I thought was a really good point, was they kind of needed to bring in somebody that everybody may love because it's either like either you love Josh tomorrow or you don't really have an opinion about him yet but like there I have yet to find anybody that's like oh my god he's terrible right so um we're probably coming into a time where a lot of projects are about to get scrapped a lot of uh decisions are about to be made that are slightly unpopular so they were like oh yeah of course you want to bring in somebody that people like to do that (laughs) and I was like wow this guy just went into a crap job (laughs) he's like I got it I got I I can handle this I give it to me just give it to me so yeah there was a it was a big list and it was a lot of a lot of changes and a lot of shifting and uh, a lot to look forward to so we'll have to see how all this plays out when uh, the craziness starts to reopen Uh, speaking of which we are recording on Monday, but this is going to drop on Wednesday, and that means Disney Springs, bum bum bum, is open for business. Kind of cool, kind of exciting. I know, I know. Kind of have to wear those masks and get your temperature checked and yada yada yada, but it, it's something, right? So, if this is successful, maybe it will also pave the way, just like it did over in Shanghai, to the opening of the parks. 
they opened up their uh, shopping zones and their resorts first and then moved into opening actual theme park. So slowly but surely, maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed, pixie dust flying everywhere. This is going to work out for us, right? Hope so. Yeah, I think right. I think this is the right way. We, we talked about it uh, last week, but this seems like the good way for them to open to like test the waters, see how it goes, and then gradually phase in more and more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely, definitely. All right. So with all of that to look forward to, let's talk about one of my favorite subjects, and that is character meet and greet, but not just character greet meet and greets, character meet and greets that go wrong. <laughs> the more awkward, the better. I love these things. Yeah, these are these are a really fun time. Um, so we put a call out in our Facebook group. If you're not in it, go join No Guilt Disney. Um, and we also asked on Twitter, what were your awkward character meet and greet stories? And we got some good ones. We did. And we got some with pictures too, which obviously in a podcast, we can't add the pictures. So make sure you come and join the Facebook group so you can see those pictures. And a surprising number of these seem to revolve around one character in particular, and that would be Gaston. So <laughs> I don't I don't know that it's really all that surprising if you've spent any time with Gaston, because this is one character that has really leaned in to the whole movie persona and uh man there are some really awkward meet and greets with him <laughs> well i guess to me like i said it's i have not done a meet and greet with him yet mm-hmm. but what surprised mm-hmm. me is you you consistently hear that that's so many people's favorite meet and greet he, like they're like I, they love meeting yeah. yeah so it, it threw me off a little when i was like oh there's there's more awkward ones than i would have thought when you hear people talk about what a great meet great meet and greet it is Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, he, he is mine. I haven't actually taken the time to meet, meet with him for a couple of trips, but I went on a roll. Okay. I went on a total Gaston roll for a while where, uh, (laughs) that was pretty much my first stop. Once I hit the magic kingdom, I was just heading straight back to new fantasy land to go get in line. Um, I was actually in Disneyland. Disneyland didn't have a meet and greet, an official meet and greet with Gaston. He did come out for one or two of the Halloween parties a couple of years ago is when he started doing that. And I was there for a September trip where they were testing him out in the public. And I spied him across the parade route they were just getting they were they had just roped it off and they were getting ready to stop people from crossing and i shoved my way through the front yes i was horrible and i apologize to celia people but i don't think i hurt any kids but i did <laughs> shove my way to get to him because i was so excited to see gaston in disneyland because this was a whole new thing and i was with some friends and they tell the story they're like one minute we're talking to patty the next we see her like draped all over gaston's biceps <laughs> and i was like sorry not sorry though because he was really cute. This is my favorite guest on ever because he was, he looked like John Travolta from Greece. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, they, they he, do have similar hair. <laughs> they, uh, he looked like John Travolta from Greece and he was this tall and I got this, I got a picture of him somewhere. I got to find it and I will put, I will put that in the Facebook group uh, for you guys. It was only awkward over the fact that one minute I'm completely having a normal conversation with friends. The next minute I'm acting like a moron and sprinting and pushing people out of the way so I can get to guest on. And uh, yeah, I was like 41 at the time. So um, 
yeah, um, I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of my actions, but he was a really great guest on. So I'm also, I have no regrets. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's talk more about your characters and those meet and greets that don't maybe play out quite like you had in your head. And uh, Gaston's stories are definitely welcome. And I know I have a few (laughs) actually to share. So that will be the thread and the common thread in this theme. Uh, Who wants to go first? Go ahead and hit me with yours, uh, Teresa. All right. I'm going to share one that came from Twitter. It came from Captain Skippy. And it says, my wife and I at Food and Wine go to the Chase character spot. As we're entering, wife goes to Minnie. I go shake hands with Goofy. Somehow he ends up headbutting me. His head goes backwards. We're both falling over, and both Minnie and my wife just look at us like Ugh, silly boys. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's awesome! That yeah, I I would think that um, Goofy, being as tall as he is, uh, headbutting and that just controlling that head would doesn't surprise me. Like that, it well, especially because there's the hat too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I can see it. So I have one. Um... That is about Gaston. <laughs> hey. From uh, Tara posted in our Facebook group, and she said she accidentally touched Gaston's butt. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sure, uh, Tara. Accidentally. Sure, Tara. Allegedly. <laughs> she said, I believe his reply was something along the lines of, sure, sure, I won't tell your husband. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh, I loved it. Oh, that's funny. Let's see. Uh, Lisa told me, this is another Gaston story. Uh, Lisa told me that uh, one sunny day, we stood in line to meet Gaston. And when we walked up, he was just he was just so nice. Tons of compliments. He was just going overboard with great things to say to me. I mean, I was blushing. I was giggling like a schoolgirl. It was totally embarrassing, but I couldn't help myself. And then I realized he was talking to his own reflection in my sunglasses. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love that. And you can picture it, right? Can you, that I, be, like, that's exactly the kind of story I expect to hear. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, totally. Totally. It was awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> I love him. All right. I have one from Francisco. Ooh, that's fun to say. So this is from Francisco, who said, when I was a character attendant working with Mickey Mouse, in all seriousness, this man proposed and the woman he proposed to said, we shouldn't talk about this here and walked out. (laughs) Needless to say, the interaction was over. (laughs) Oh, my. Poor Mickey. Mickey was like, don't. (laughs) I asked. And so uh, so I'll say this was she didn't ask to say anonymous. um, But obviously, you know, we we like to share our Francisco as our cast member stories. But this came from Claire. And I did ask her afterwards, um, you know, what what that was like, because you figure as awkward as that was being when you're working with characters, you have another family coming in immediately after. So you don't have time to react. And she said, yep, because it was also the um, when Mickey was still speaking. So because there was the talking Mickey, that Mickey didn't couldn't come up with a reaction. So she was, it was just like silence for about 30 seconds. And then just they had to move on to the next person. <laughs> Wowza. 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 Oof. like i'm awkward for them (laughs) right so this one came in from anonymous so i don't know 
potentially could be a Francisco. I don't know. We had actually mentioned this topic way back when we did an episode a couple months ago. Um, but, you know, we're just getting around to it because we've been so busy during quarantine. <laughs> something, um, like so, <laughs> something like that. Something like that. So she said, he or she said, I heard the Unpopular Opinions episode asking for awkward character meet and greets. I was once at Animal Kingdom with a friend hoping to meet Thumper and Miss Bunny, but we were too early. We ended up bumping into Pocahontas in her winter wear. So we decided to go see her and say, I'm going to say this wrong. Wingapo? Is that what she says? Wingapo. Wingapo. Thank you. I don't Pocahontas. (laughs) She replied, what? In a full Valley Girl tone. (laughs) We went with hi. She asked what brought us to the park that day, and my friend cleverly remarked that we were there to meet some giant rabbits. Once again, Pocahontas replied, what? (laughs) (laughs) Poor Pocahontas. (laughs) We clarified, um, Thumper and Miss Bunny? Oh, thumped. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Thumper's not that giant. He's only in, like, this height range, and she held up her hand by her shoulder. After a brief speechless moment, my friend explained, well, where we come from, rabbits are only about this big, so this height range is pretty giant to us. Wanting to change the subject, we told her we liked her boots. Oh, these? Thanks. I got them in, like, my village. Then she leaned in (laughs) close to us and whispered, I live in a village, right? It was a train wreck. (laughs) Oh, no. I can only imagine that this was like a guest with a great Disney bound. It has to be, right? Like, this can't be real. (laughs) Oh, Pocahontas, bless your heart, sweetie. (laughs) (sighs) Listen, my Pocahontas doesn't act like that. I'm just saying. (laughs) She's more of the silent type. She's the strong, silent type that just scares me every time I wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> she is. Oh, oh, that's 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 awkward. That's awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this is awkward. So we've been having some fun with Gaston. This was not fun. This was like low-key. Wait, what did you just say? You know, like Gaston pushes it a little too far sometimes. So Allie wrote in. Allie wrote in and said, my good friend and I were in Walt Disney World and waited to see Gaston. When we got up there, my friend was gushing over him, which he quite enjoyed, and then said she wanted him to forget Belle and be hers. He looked her up and down and said, yeah, no, I'm going to pass on that one. And then moved on. (laughs) And then moved on to the next family. (laughs) What? Like, no, dude, that's not, no. Like, there's, there's being in character, and then there's this going a little little too far, a little, little over the edge. That was just, like, that was rude is what that was, and uh, oof. I don't oh, know. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was Gaston's last day, and he was like, I'm going out. I'm going out big. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he really knew her and she didn't remember him or didn't recognize him. And he was like, oh, we're going to play this game. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, eh, awkward. Awkward. (laughs) I'll share my own personal awkward meet and greet story. And it's the one, it's not as bad as some of these, but for me, just because I lived it, it makes me cringe when I look back at it. So mine was with the the talking Mickey that was 
uh, in the main street theater. And it was, I'd never met the talking Mickey. It was my birthday. I was really excited. This was, you know, I was on a trip that was just, just me. And so this was what I wanted to do is meet talking Mickey for my birthday. So I go and I start to like have the interaction with Mickey and for like a solid minute and a half, anytime I started to say something, the talking Mickey was also saying something at the same time. So we would both talk and then it would be silent. And then start to talk again, and we would both talk, and then it would just be silent. And I just kept looking at the cast member. I just kept, I kept trying to say, I remember every single time, I was like, it's my birthday and I'm here to see you. But the talking Mickey kept talking anytime I tried to say that. And so I'm like, I, do I say it again? Because I don't know if they heard it. And I just kept looking like helplessly at the cast member who was there. I was like, and so finally the cast member was like, Mickey, it's her birthday. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's just take pictures and I can go leave now. Because it's just like I said, it's not as bad as some of these other stories, but I'm just like, it's one of those things. I'm like, I don't, do I just shut up? Do I keep talking? What do I do? I Can, can we reverse this and start over again? Oh, <laughs> and I never went word. back to Talking Mickey ever again. Oh, that was probably a good day when you found out that Talking Mickey was no more. Thank <laughs> <laughs> goodness, because at least if it's just me carrying on a conversation, I'm fine with that. It was, yeah, I, after seeing so many amazing videos of other people and their experiences with it, it's just, it did not go that way at all. It's crazy. That's um, So funny. I'm, I'm going to share my awkward character experience as well. And so it goes back a little. Um, I think it was like 2015 or so. Um, so I had met Goofy in a in a meet and greet. I don't remember where, but he touched my butt not once but twice. <laughs> not Dude. like the accidental like graze. Like the second time, I was like, okay, it's time for me to go now. So whatever, I let it go because listen, I'm an adult. It's fine. <laughs> and so then. I met Chewbacca, like, pretty close, like, after meeting Goofy. Like, it wasn't the same day or anything, but it was, you know, I go often. So it was probably within, like, the same month or so. I went to um, the, when they had Star Wars weekends. So I came to meet um, Chewie and uh, the Ewoks. They would come out only on that weekend. And Chewbacca got super handsy with me. (laughs) And I was like, okay, Chewbacca, like we're going to, and I actually have this picture where I took Chewbacca's hands and put them on my shoulders and was like, we're just going <laughs> to hold them right here. <laughs> so I take my picture with Chewbacca and now I'm like, this guy's like six, five. I'm like, I wonder if that's the same person as Goofy. So I leave Chewbacca and he sends the handler after me to come back. And I'm like, what? Like, what do you want? Because, <laughs> you know, I'm not friendly when we're doing this. <laughs> and he's like gesturing to me like he's trying to get my number. <laughs> that That's weird, dude. I think, it, I, honestly, this was back when I think the characters were like 501st. Like, I don't think they were like legit Disney at that uh, point. Uh, well, if yeah, if this is Star Wars days, you're right. It could have been, yeah, right. Because this was before, like, before Chewbacca was like a fixture in the park. It was right. like he was like rare to see him, um, and so that's why I like kind of like gave him a little bit. But I was like, I don't know, is he the same guy that was Goofy? I mean, everybody got a little handsy at one point. <laughs> wow, yeah, it was weird. Then. 
<laughs> that's um mm. something else. <laughs> that's that is something else. That is something else. Well, speaking of Star Wars, here's one. Um Sarah says uh, isn't every interaction with Darth Vader an odd one? Says, uh, me, I'm here to join you. Vader. Very long pause. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. You've been rejected by the dark side. How does that make you feel? <laughs> I mean, Kylo Ren did that to me. I was say, that sounds. I think Kylo Ren. There's. I've seen similar interactions. Yeah, oh Ky- Kylo Ren told me that I was a resistance sympathizer, and look, everyone that's listening at home, I may have imbibed on that day. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> I was with friends and they were like, uh, she loves Darth Vader, which is true. Like Darth Vader is my boy. He was like, no, no. And he, he like was fighting with me. I was like, you, my friend, you need to leave my park. (laughs) (laughs) I I will fire you. You're done. Bye-bye. That's right. Characters, man. There can be a lot of fun. And I, for the most part, love them. But every now and then, you do get these super awkward ones. And I'm going to throw this one out because I think it's horrifyingly awkward. Horrifyingly awkward. So this is a story that was sent in anonymously. And uh, this lady says that I met Peter Pan and I was with a friend. And I was already feeling weird for standing in line for a character without any children. But my daughter loves the movie, and since I was there on a girl's trip and feeling a little mom guilt, I know, I know, no guilt life, ha ha, Uh, so I knew I had to stop for this one. And the first thing he says to us is, okay, which one of you wants to be my new mommy? (laughs) Oh, my. I, um, wow. (laughs) I could not even... I, I don't know that we can top that. I mean, I think that's pretty much the the awkward of all awkward when you're at Disney by yourself with Peter Pan. Oh, man. I'm trying to think, like, I, I can't even come up with what my own response to that would be. Uh, right. I mean, it's just, mm, Anywho. <laughs> I probably would have said something like, you know, no thanks, or I don't know. You know, I would have come up with something because I would have been like, oh, you want you want to play games now? Come on, let's go. <laughs> I think I would have just been too shocked and too stunned. And since I was in Magic Kingdom, way too sober to say anything <laughs> witty or clever that wouldn't have gotten me thrown out of the park. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Oh, my word. I mean, you know. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Well, those were fun. Anybody else have anything else they want to add before we do a sign off here? I think if any of these, if you get really bad secondhand embarrassment, the plus side to changes coming to Disney is we won't have to live through any of these awkward moments for quite some time. <laughs> oh, that's no good. We don't like that. <laughs> it's true. It's a fair point. It is a fair point. So if you want to be um, featured on the next podcast or you have a great idea of what we should talk about, we're here. Come join us in our Facebook group and let us know. Or you can shoot us an email out noguiltdisneypod at gmail.com. And make sure you join us each week on the No Guilt Disney Podcast because as Patty likes to say... 
It's no fun to fangirl Disney alone. Bye, y'all.